Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. The Gideons are a global organization that have printed 2.1 billion Bibles. I'm going to interview Tim Becker, who is a regional director changing the world for Jesus Christ. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we normally like to report the news, discern the spirits, and pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. But today we have a live in-studio interview with a leader from the Gideons. You've heard of them. If you've ever stayed in a hotel, opened the desk drawer, you've seen their Bible, Old and New Testament. The Gideons have now printed 2.1 billion copies of God's Word, the Holy Bible. And they've distributed them in over 200 countries around the world. Why do they do it? And what is their methodology? I'm here in studio. We have a live interview today with Timothy Becker, one of the regional directors of the Gideons International. Welcome, Tim, to the program. Thank you very much, Gordon. So I'm so proud of you and so proud of the work that you do. Uh, you're a new friend to me. I've known you for about the past year and I've been to these Saturday morning breakfasts. <laughs> these, these old retired gentlemen, they wake up at an ungodly hour like 6 a.m. to get to the breakfast by 7 a.m. Every Saturday, the, the Gideons meet in uh, various places around the country. And why do they meet? It's not just for prayer. Well, Gordon, we read the Word of God for approximately 15 minutes, and then we have a prayer meeting afterwards. And people, if they want to, they can stay for breakfast afterwards. And there's usually anywhere from five to 30 people in a Gideon breakfast. And that happens every Saturday, and it might happen in five or six locations in an average city like the size of Colorado Springs? Colorado Springs, greater area, there's roughly seven locations where they meet. And yes, in a large city, there's multiple camps. We call them camps. So these camps of usually retired men, uh, I, don't, I don't know if, if women participate, the ones that I've been at, they're usually retired men who have this mission to raise money from churches to print Bibles and distribute it, distribute them in, in where? where? Where are they distributed? There's roughly 50 different places that we distribute Bibles, prisons, uh, schools uh, to grade school children over fifth grade, uh, high schools, um, domestic abuse shelters, Again, um, just all avenues, not churches, but very, a lot of places. And 90% of the Bibles go overseas. 90% of the Testaments go overseas. And you must have one heck of a printing operation. Uh, how do you guys contract and show us one of the Bibles and how much does this cost to print? Uh, this is a Gideon Bible and it's uh, $5 to print. And it's been the same price since 1985 to print this Bible. And the little Testaments that we hand out to around the United States at schools, and those run $1.40 to print those. Um, they are printed in all different kinds of languages, and that's $1.40, and that's also the same price since 1985. Now, when I was in the military as a chaplain, we would receive boxes of those little New Testaments to give out to the sailors, and anytime I've stayed in a hotel, 
anywhere in America, I suppose in other countries too, you open the drawer and you see the Bible in there. Uh, besides giving them to sailors or to hotel people, what is this an effective method? Do you think it uh, really changes people's hearts for Christ? Uh, every <clears throat> month, Gordon, we get a uh, <clears throat> newsletter regarding people that have accepted Jesus Christ as their savior from staying in a hotel. Uh, in, for instance, in Russia, we can go and speak in a school. We can give a two or three minute uh, message about Jesus Christ. We can ask people to, if they want to accept Jesus as their savior. And then at the end of that time, we ask people stay at their desks and we will have them raise their hand if they would like a testament. We hand them a Russian testament. Um, and uh, this also happens in Nigeria and other places around the world. And um, they raise their hand and we bring them the testament. And many times in a schoolroom in, in uh, overseas, urging. Well, this is God's method of evangelizing. You know, in over 200 nations out of the 208 nations that. Uh, well, officially we're not in some countries like, but we might be, but not officially we're not in like some Arab countries. <clears throat> For instance, like roughly five or six countries uh, in the 1040 window, we're not in many, uh, you know, Arab countries where they do not allow the Word of God. And they're opposed to the Word of God. If you have a copy of the Word of God, you could be or you could be actually stoned uh, where they're still for standing for Jesus Christ. You could even be beheaded, unfortunately. Controversial about this book, that it is banned. I remember uh, in the days when Brother Andrew, God's smuggler, was smuggling Bibles into the Soviet Union. And we many of us have read that book, God's Smuggler. Mm -hmm. uh, very inspirational if people haven't read it. But there are generally three things banned. You, you can't bring in drugs, you can't bring in machine guns, and you can't bring in Bibles. Why would the, why would the Word of God be uh, that kind of categorization? Uh, Gordon, the, as the scripture says, the Bible is living and active, and it's sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing to, between the dividing of spirit and soul. So it's very, it does change people's lives. It's uh, it's a great book. It's the Holy Bible written by his prophets and the Apostle Paul and John and others like that. So it, it's banned because it's effective. And a lot of people will uh, push our witness aside if we talk about Jesus. But if we say, hey, would you like a Bible? It's the only book that they will ever receive in their life. Many children, it will be the only book they own, where in a lot of countries they get a book, but they have to check it out at school and they have to bring it back for the guy to read the next year, the pupil to read the next year, where uh, when we give them a Gideon Bible, it's theirs. They can put their name in it. And the plan of salvation is in the back, two pages in the back of every Gideon Testament, which the majority of our scriptures we give out are the Testaments, and they're in 93 different languages around the world, uh, Spanish being one of those. and. Uh, we just try to get the gospel in everybody's hands that we can get it into. We're gonna take a short break. Uh, when we come back, I'm gonna ask Tim Becker, how can you get involved in the distribution of Bibles? This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Do you ever pray and sometimes you feel like your prayers are hitting the ceiling and they don't get to God or maybe you don't get the result that you hoped for? 
I'm Dr. Chaps, and I want to make available to you a new resource, a four-part video Bible teaching series on how to pray effective prayers. Did you know God has given us instructions in the Bible? For example, in 1 Timothy 2, there are four different Greek words for four different kinds of prayers, supplication, petition, intercession, and thanksgiving. If you don't understand the way God teaches us to pray, then we cannot expect the result for which we hope. I'm asking you to get this important Bible video teaching series on DVD for a suggested donation of only $30. Call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org and get this important video resource for your family. Call us right now. Can I take a moment to ask you to donate today? There are such important battles that we're fighting and winning around the country to defend religious liberty. How much is the right to pray in Jesus' name worth to you? Well, to me, it was worth a 16-year career and a million-dollar pension, which I sacrificed to defend Jesus Christ. I'm asking you to call us today, toll-free at 866-Obey-God, and make a donation. How much would you pay to defend religious liberty? Would you give $10 or $20 or $100? I bet there's some people who are watching who can even give $1,000 today just to help us stay on the air, to broadcast this into people's homes, to organize these petition drives, and especially, we spend thousands of dollars organizing rallies around the country and petitioning legislators. Please call us today at 866-Obey-God and give the best pledge that you can give to defend religious liberty and take a stand for Jesus Christ. We can't do it without you. Please donate today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. We're joined again live in the studio with Timothy Becker, Regional Director of the Gideons here in Colorado. Welcome, Timothy, to the program. Thank you very much, Dr. Chaps. So we were talking about the broad idea of the Gideons. You're in 200 countries. You have hundreds of camps in every region. Uh, and these men meet for breakfast every Saturday. But how do they fundraise? They're not part of a church, but they go and they visit churches. What is the method? <clears throat> the majority of our income comes through church services where we uh, call on pastors and ask them for a church service. We also ask them for prayer requests uh, for their church. We pray for specifically and confidentially for them. Um, we were in a church yesterday, for instance, in uh, Colorado here, they gave an offering of roughly four or $500, and that all, 100% of that goes to Bibles. Also, the Gideons uh, themselves probably donate 35 to 40% of those funds and they're professional and businessmen. They are retired doctors, lawyers, uh, all kinds of professions, but mainly supervisors level and above. Uh, if you're in the military, E5 or above. We have uh, many officers from the military that are retired that have become state officers for our organization around the world. Helicopter pilots from Vietnam, from other wars, World War II, and they're great leaders in the Gideons. Uh, and they're not paid, they're volunteers. 100% volunteers. We have a monthly dues, uh, I'm sorry, yearly dues for Gideons that are members of the Gideons, and that supports our home office in Tennessee. But all the money that's given to what we call the Faith Fund, we have the Gideon card program that you see in churches with Gideon card racks, and that, re that brings in about 20% of the money. 
And then the churches bring in about 40 to 45% of the money. And again, the third leg is the Gideons themselves. But you don't give Bibles to the churches. The churches give money to you so you can evangelize the world and give Bibles to people who don't have them. Yes, our primary goal is to get Bibles in the hands of men and women, boys and girls around the world who do not know Jesus Christ. Our number one goal is witnessing about the love of Jesus Christ and how he died on a cross for the world. And if we will turn to him, they, they can accept Jesus as their savior. You mentioned that in every Gideon Bible is this, this little section, I don't know if it's in the front or in the back, that is the plan of salvation. Can you outline what that is? Well, uh, absolutely, um, Dr. Chaps. It's the how to accept Jesus as your savior. Um, we're, uh, like Romans 5, 8, God demonstrated his love for us in this. And while we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. Um, we also point out Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So everyone is separate from God and everyone is born a sinner. And also John 3.16, For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And then also we conclude with Revelation 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone stand, if opens the door, I will come in and sup with him and he with me. So we, we ask people to make a decision for Jesus Christ. And um, that's in the front or the back of every Bible. Also, there's helps with anxiety, with um, fear, with depression, uh, as like the Psalm, a lot of, uh, you know, alludes to the Psalms a lot and how to uh, just uh, get help in time of need. Many times Gideons are in a restaurant and we ask the waitress, would you like us to pray for you for anything and they say yes and then at that point we ask would you like a little testament after we're done praying and we open it up maybe to the need that they were addressing and we circle it and we hand it to them and thank them and also give a large tip that way they know that we're not just <laughs> there to give them a little bible that we do appreciate their hard work and we do carry prayer requests for churches every sunday every saturday morning we have a in our camp, we meet every Saturday and we pray for pastors, pray for leaders, Christian leaders around the nation, the president. We pray for all those positions and anybody who serves Jesus Christ, we pray for them all. And we're a missions outreach of every Protestant church, every church, literally, in the United States and around the world. Well, that's kind of cool. I love the missionary aspect of it. I love the prayer aspect of it. Everything you do is bathed in prayer uh, and the evangelism, just, just, daily interactions with random people, but also there's a systematic distribution method, uh, which is not always welcome, but say for example, uh, there's a hotel and they're, and they're building a brand new facility, maybe it's the Marriott Hotel. Uh, are, how, do, how do the Gideons get access to drop your Bibles in their uh, rooms? P part of uh, Dr. Chep, so when we get together we talk, that's part of our business meeting, and we have boards for every local camp, and we have camp meetings um, during the week occasionally. But the, we talk about how we're gonna get the Bibles out. The new hotel's coming up, and if you're a Gideon and you drive by a hotel and you see it's coming up, you go ahead and call the other Gideons and let them know right away. And we just meet with the membership and the leaders of that hotel, and just ask them, are you guys open to receiving Bibles. We don't force Bibles on anybody, but we do provide free Bibles, uh, like our $5 version of the Hotel Bible. We do provide that, and uh, 
just any hotel that wants them. They can have as many as they would like. And you don't charge them. It's a free, <clears throat> free gift. It's a free gift. We have like the scripture says, Jesus said, or actually the Apostle Paul said, freely you have received, freely give. Are there any controversies? I know, for example, it has been reported that some government hotels uh, run by the Pentagon under the uh, Army and Navy Exchange Service, they have little hotels where officers stay. Sometimes it's even on a military base. And atheist complainers have said, we don't want those Bibles in our hotel rooms because we don't want to uh, influence members of the military. Have you heard about controversies like this? Oh, it absolutely happens. They will <clears throat> petition the government authorities, the leaders of the Navy, the Army, some of their um, hotels, and they do occasionally take out our, the scriptures. And then four or five retired lieutenants, colonels, anybody who goes in there, uh, uh, sergeants will go in there and stay and say, hey, there were no Bibles, and I'm very disappointed. So what happens is those Bibles were destroyed, but then we get them a new set of Bibles. It also helps keep our Bibles fresh, so we're thankful for that, too. It's one way of looking at it. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of resistance in the current administration and the, to the Bible and the Word of God. The Word of God saves souls, and it keeps us ready for heaven. So um, we don't fight with flesh and blood, and I don't want to blame any one person, but it is a struggle to keep them in there. We're always scrambling. We're a bunch of scrambling men and women. We, we try to live a separated life. We try and pray. We try to give. Um, just we uh, believe in witnessing. That's our number one uh, goal, and I need to keep emphasizing that. Exactly. And, and I've heard sometimes these atheist groups even have campaigns to deface the Bibles or to steal the Bibles or uh, really to, to deprive people of this free gift that, that you guys want to give them. So I applaud you for being good in the face of evil and resisting that. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll ask Tim Becker how you can get involved and what are the friends of the Gideons? Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. How can you discern the thoughts in your own mind from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit or from angels or from invisible demons? I'm Dr. Chaps, and you've seen us on this show talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. Maybe you know that I wrote my PhD dissertation entitled, How to See the Holy Spirit and Angels and Demons. And it's all about this important topic of receiving the gift of discerning of spirits. How can you discern the thoughts that come to you? How do you know to learn to hear the voice of God and discern that from the demonic voice which tempts us to sin? Well, this is an important skill and it will change your ministry. It'll change your life which is why we've created now, not just a book, but a 17-part video Bible study on a four-disc DVD set that we would like to send to you and your church and your family and your small group. This important Bible study series goes through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. How did Jesus discern the spirits? How did the Apostle Paul discern the spirits? What does the Old Testament say about demons and the Holy Spirit and angels? When you learn to discern, it will transform your life and your ministry. Please visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and get this important video resource. 
or call us toll free at 866-Obey-God and for a suggested donation of $99, we'll give you the entire 17 part Bible study series for just $99. And if you order today, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org or call us toll free at 866-Obey-God. Get this important Bible study series for your family. Call today. Do you ever pray and sometimes you feel like your prayers are hitting the ceiling and they don't get to God or maybe you don't get the result that you hoped for? I'm Dr. Chaps and I wanna make available to you a new resource, a four-part video Bible teaching series on how to pray effective prayers. Did you know God has given us instructions in the Bible? For example, in 1 Timothy 2, there are four different Greek words for four different kinds of prayers, supplication, petition, intercession, and thanksgiving. If you don't understand the way God teaches us to pray, then we cannot expect the result for which we hope. I'm asking you to get this important Bible video teaching series on DVD for a suggested donation of only $30. Call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org and get this important video resource for your family. Call us right now. He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined for one last segment with Timothy Becker, regional program leader of the Gideons International. Didn't wanna promote you to director before you earn that title. But uh, Timothy, thank you personally for what you do for the gospel, for Jesus Christ, for bringing souls into the kingdom of God by giving away free Bibles, by praying with people and leading souls to faith in Jesus Christ. You shared the plan of salvation a few minutes ago. How has Jesus personally changed your life? Well, Jesus is uh, our all in all. He's uh, died on a cross for me. And um, one of the biggest things I learned at a church here in Colorado was to get the, the gospel message from my head down to my heart. So I actually make it an everyday part of my life, and I follow Jesus every day. But witnessing um, is one thing that a real Christian does. They do seek to get the gospel and produce it in other people's lives, 30, 60, 100 fold. And um, I just believe Jesus loved me, so I must love him in return. And I wanna share about his love, his kindness towards me, to die for me a, a filthy sinner, and die on a cross for me. So explain, what happened when Jesus died on the cross? Does that apply to you somehow? Absolutely. He, uh, there's an old gospel song that said, I should have been crucified, I should have suffered and died. I was the guilty one. I was the one who was standing there. I've broken all the laws. And I, I've been forgiven much, but I have, uh, I just needed the Lord. I need a savior. Those that are all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So we do need, all of us, every single one of us, need a Savior. We need to be saved and born again from Jesus Christ. So we were guilty, we committed these sins, and yet Jesus is the one who was punished. When he died on the cross, he suffered, bled, and died, and was raised from the dead by the glory of God, by his Father, uh, so that there could be a substitution that takes place where he is punished and we are forgiven. Instead of being punished for our sins, 
he was punished and, and he's a substitute. And now we can be forgiven of our sins. How? How does a person receive Jesus as his Lord and Savior? Well, Dr. Chapsey, just basically knowing Jesus Christ is the most important decision anyone can make. And that is just to, by faith, say, I'm a sinner, Lord. It's good to get down on your hands and knees if possible. See, I've, I've done a lot of bad things. I've um, transgressed your lot. We're born with a sinful nature. And we need to just um, come to Jesus Christ, and he's the only one through God the Father who can save us. And um, he became, he took our penalty for our sin. He became a curse for us, as it says in Galatians. He became a curse, and he took our penalty. We still have to live for him. There's an old song that says, I'll live for him who died for me. How happy then my life will be. I'll live for him who died for me, my Savior and my, my God. Now, maybe, Timothy, there's somebody out there watching who they've heard about the Gideons, they've heard about the Bible, they've heard about Jesus, but they have not yet accepted Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. What would you say to them? And maybe you can uh, just talk directly to the audience and, and lead them in a word of prayer. Okay, let's pray a quick prayer. Father God, I pray in Jesus' name that you forgive my sins and that I, I'm sorry for my sins. I break all ties with Satan and I ask you into my heart to be my Savior, Lord. Make yourself real to me. Help me to read the book of John. Help me to read the Bible and go to a Bible-believing church every day. And we just thank you, Lord. And we ask you into our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's a very simple prayer. Uh, some people refer to that as the sinner's prayer. Uh, if you're watching and you just prayed that prayer, we invite you to call our prayer line just to tell somebody and, and confirm that and pray again with us. If you call 866-Obey-God, that is our prayer line, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. We have operators standing by during normal business hours or you can leave a message and we will get back to you. Uh, Timothy, talk. Uh, we just have about a minute left here. How can somebody watching this show get involved with the Gideons? Uh, they could call our headquarters in Nashville, Tennessee. And I believe you have that number. And they can ask, hey, they need to be a professional or a businessman with a four-year degree to join the Gideons. But you can also become what's called a friend of the Gideons. Uh, anybody can do that. And there's uh, ways you can support us financially, or you don't have to support us financially. You can just get our email prayer requests every month. Um, and a lot of people, you just as the Lord leads, if the Lord leads you to find out more about the program, you can also have brochures sent to you, or you can contact a lo local Gideon Association in the phone book. And we have that phone number. The Gideons International, their headquarters in Nashville is 615 564-5000. Again, that phone number is 615-564-5000 if you want to join the Gideons. Or if you just want to get their email alerts, their prayer alerts, you can visit gideons.org slash friends. Timothy, I want to thank you for coming on the program and thank you for sharing everything that you do. Thank you, Gordon. So I'm Dr. Chaps. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. We have many resources there that you can get. We have uh, a new Bible series on prayer, a DVD video series, or you can get my uh, dissertation on discerning of spirits, various programs there. Please visit PrayInJesusName.org or call our prayer line at 866-ObeyGod. 
I'm Dr. Chaps, we're out of time, but we will see you next time. God bless you in Jesus' name. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now at 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.